This is a special edition of NewsWrite right now on e-learning and e-teaching. We have officially um, created our custom merch here. Let me show you guys. And me and Daphne are currently wearing it, right, Daphne? Yep. Yep, as you can see over here. Okay, so over here, as you can see, our custom merch. We got our shop over here. And for now, every, for, every, for all the time, we're going to have 15% off. As you can see, we got all kinds of stuff. Everything from like aprons to like tote bags and everything in between that. So, um, so we are live behind the scenes on Patreon for our Patreon members. Um, so today we are at home, but we could still do our news and we're expected to go back to the studio next week. So today, we are going to be speaking with an experienced teacher. Okay. Okay, everybody, please welcome our teacher for the day, Mandy DeGroot. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to come onto our show. Of course, it's my pleasure. Okay, can you please introduce yourself and tell us how long you've been teaching and what grade you prefer the most? Oh my gosh, I have been teaching since 2007, so I guess this makes this year 13-ish for me. I've basically taught everything from kindergarten, believe it or not. If you know me, I'm over six feet, so to have little itty-bitty people is a whole adventure in and of itself. I have, but I've taught kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, and eighth grade. Um, if you ask me my favorite, it really is the curriculum that goes along with sixth grade. Uh, I really like world history and I really love the math in sixth grade, but fifth and fourth grade are pushing a close second and third. Hmm. Um, so Daphne and I are going to ask you a couple of questions. Is that all right? Fire away. Okay. So our first question is what do you like the most about teaching? I like it when I see a kid realize something they didn't realize they knew how to do. So oftentimes kids struggle through things and that's a good thing. You should be struggling because if you already know it, you don't really need to learn it again. And when you struggle and don't think you can do it and all of a sudden something happens and changes and now you understand it, that's a really great moment in teaching. That's why most teachers like to teach because there's something really special about that moment. So what, um what is your favorite subject that you like to teach? Daphne, you should know. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be completely torn between math and writing. Mm. I love teaching writing. I think it's such an important skill and lots of kids hate it. And it's not as bad as it's made out to be if you can kind of get through the instruction. But I recently finished my master's in math education and I love the processes of teaching math. And that's one of those points where you really see kids go, oh, this isn't so bad. Hmm. What you and teachers did across the country was quite extraordinary that you turned a classroom um, teaching into an online experience practically overnight. Um, did you get help or guidance from the state or district and how um, to do that and if, not where did you come up with the solution because you couldn't just google it it wasn't a thing before 
Um, you're absolutely correct in that. Uh, there was absolutely no guidance from the state on how to implement distance learning. There was very little guidance from the district, so to be, so to speak. So Saddleback Valley Unified basically gave a protocol that said each student had to have a learning activity at the elementary level. I can't speak for other levels in language arts, math, science, and social studies. So that was the only directive I was given. Fortunately for me in my regular classroom and the traditional setting, I rely heavily on Google Classroom to begin with. So my students were quite familiar with the format and the forum for getting assignments and turning in work. Um, the rest of it is kind of was a hit or miss, a little bit trial by error finding appropriate content, seeing if kids could watch it from home, engaging with materials. The, the most challenging part was the conversion between Google Slides and PDFs because if students didn't have printers or materials at home, creating things in Google Slides made it them able to input their own answers, it, but that's time consuming. So for me, the act of transitioning to digital learning wasn't that hard and I feel like my students transitioned really well because of how my traditional classroom is set up but I can see how it could be fraught with unknown and uncertainty for a lot of teachers and students. How are you teaching differently now that everyone is in quarantine? Um, sometimes I wear my pajamas. As I just said, some days I get real pretty and ready for work and some days you get me and my dog. Um, that's vastly different. I would say that distance learning isn't teaching I'm more a facilitator in this format as opposed to the instructor and that I provide you with materials that you can use to guide your own learning because we can't be together. I can't see how you're working on things. I can't be in 33 different computers at the same time giving explicit instruction to what your independent needs are. And that's what makes this really, really hard. In the classroom, I can see where you're working and what, where you need support and what you're struggling with. And you can come get instant feedback from me. In this forum, short of being online 24 hours a day, you can't do that. So it's more me providing materials that I hope are self-explanatory enough that students can complete them on their own, as opposed to me guiding the specific instruction. And that's what makes this really hard for teachers because we're used to being in, in direct contact with students and seeing their needs and meeting them and helping them and supporting them. And now it's kind of like, okay, I gave you the stuff, go get them tiger. And, and we hope for the best. How do you think you will be teaching next year? Well, you said hope. So I'm going to say, I hope I go back into regular room eight, that I get to see all my kids smiling faces uh, every day and that we, we go back to a sense of normalcy and, and back to learning in a little bit more tradition. I think there's gonna be some changes and that there are gonna be some things that are just gonna have to be distance learning for some students, but I hope overall that students come into the classroom and we go back to, to relationships. And the, the hardest thing is gonna be going back to school if it's distance learning is that the reason students work for you and do this and could do it successfully is because they already had a relationship with me. So starting school at distance learning where kids don't know me, I don't know them, that's a whole different thing to try and get some quality education out of. So I'm really hopeful that we go in, we're in person, we get to know each other, even if we have to take a time out and come back to this for a while, 
it's really about the relationship that the teacher and the students have and how much they want to do for each other to see how successful everyone can be at it. How many kids come onto your class at, every day? Daphne, all 33 or 32. There's 33 participants, including me. But I would say 90% of the time, every student in my class shows up for our Zoom meeting every day. Mm -hmm. um, so how long is your Zoom class and do you do it one-to-one -one or the whole class? Whole class. And prior to this final week of school, we were on approximately an hour every single day, whole class. Mm -hmm. But then basically throughout the day, I'm constantly checking for questions and responding to students one-on-one -on -one with whatever questions and concerns they may have. But right now it's the last week of school, so now we're trying to get through the fun stuff. What have you been required to change to continue e-teaching? Uh, basically, most of that is that conversion of things to digital assignments as opposed to the old paper and pencil method. And that conversion sometimes is pretty easy and sometimes it's not. To make those conversions from a PDF to a Google slide, is that's hard. To do a reading page, that's easy because it's all text. But once you start mixing in numbers and fractions, that's the harder part is making those conversions because with as advanced technology as we have, it's not quite as easy to mesh the, the apps that will transition that for you with mathematical concepts. But that's been the hardest part of actual change is creating that content. In your opinion, um, is it, do you think it's easier to do class virtually or in person? Oh, in person. I would much rather see your faces. Everyone, here's what happens on digital learning. Does anybody have any questions? Crickets, silence, nothing. And then later in the day, you get 15 questions because somebody didn't listen to the directions or asked. I would much rather, I can see right away who wasn't really listening to the directions when you're in my room. But when I'm looking at 30 little boxes, they're this big, it's hard to tell who's not paying attention. So mm -hmm. in class, I can answer them. I see kids being more productive quickly. And it, it's, you, everybody's different. Everybody needs encouragement in a different way. Some kids just need the directions and take off. Other kids need a reminder like, hey, have you got part one done yet? Are you at part three? Come see me, let me check your work so I know we're on track. And when on distance learning doesn't really allow for that. Everybody's just gotta get cracking. Do virtual classes require more work than in-person classes? Right now, yes because of the conversions of all the materials and finding things that are adaptable and suitable to teach over distance learning. In the classroom, I already have materials, so that's easy to pull. But once all those materials are converted to easier assessments and assignments that you can give online, then the prep work might be easier in the future because it's just changing a PDF. I'm sorry, it's changing a Google Doc or a slide deck or something that can be pushed out easily. So right now in the short term, it's much harder to do distance learning, but perhaps in the future, once you have all the materials created, it may be easier. Um, is your attendance rate um, higher or lower now that everybody is at home doing it? Mine's the same, but I've heard that, I've heard that my class is very, has excellent attendance. Some, kids, some teachers don't even get 50% of their class to show up. My class, almost everyone shows up every single day. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add about behind the scenes for e-learning? Um, 
E-learning, I would say this, e-learning is not for everyone. Some people are motivated to just go out and do it and do their work and be successful and learn it because that's what they're supposed to do. And other people have different motivations. And there's a reason colleges aren't all online, that you have options. Some people are really good at it and some people aren't. And that if distance learning wasn't your favorite format, that's okay. Um, we're all motivated by different things. Like I'm, there's certain things that I just, I'm not a procrastinator, so I just get in there and get it done. But other people aren't like that. So you have to realize that this is more an exercise in motivation and that you can't really be graded on, were you really good at being dumped into a situation where you had to teach yourself skills? So I feel like everyone should feel really confident about what they got accomplished because students had the same goal that we had or had the same direction we had. None, just do it. And we all just had to pick up the pieces and make it work. So if you were one of the students that got in there and made it work, you did an awesome job at distance learning. Even if you didn't get every single assignment turned in, even if some of it you kind of didn't know what to do. That's part of the kind of social educational experiment we were in. We just had to make the most out of what we could do and we tried it and we had some successes and we probably had some failures, but that's kind of how the world works sometimes. So if you please don't be discouraged if it wasn't your favorite thing or if you didn't you don't feel like you were completely successful everybody learns in a different way that's all i would say so feel confident that you were part of it and did it and you will have a story to tell your grandkids one day well thank you very much for coming on to your show and giving our audience a bit of more insight on what happens during e-learning absolutely thank you so much you guys for having me thank you for coming we will be right back after this very quick advertisement break. Today we have partnered back up with Lakers Fan 348. Are you organizing and cleaning out your house and garage while you are stuck at home? Lakers Fan 348 would like to help you make your wallet a little thicker. Before you throw away all that stuff, speak to Lakers Fan 348 to help sell your previously loved treasures on eBay. Also check out his eBay store at www.ebay.com slash str slash Lakersfan348. And let me, let me just show you guys what his um, eBay page looks like just quickly. As you can see, he's got 235 good feedback, and it's all 100% positive, which is very good to know from a seller on eBay. You know that you're going to be getting what you're expecting and that it is a good purchase, right? Okay, as you can see, here we are. He's got a lot of stuff on on his eBay page. He lists it's all kind of products. Yeah, he lists stuff what almost every day or so. Look, he's got DVDs and movies, sports memorabilia, collectibles, music, toys and hobbies, books, video games and consoles, dolls and bears, clothing, shoes and accessories. Sporting goods, cameras, and photo art, consumer electronics, entertainment, memorabilia, musical instruments, and gear, and business and industry and industry and industrial stuff. Sorry about that. It's all yeah. kinds of great products like Rams gear, um, collectible toys, and Starbucks barista bears. New items are added almost daily, and he has excellent feedback as a top-rated seller. Once again, check out LakersFan348 at www.ebay.com slash str slash LakersFan348 store. He has a Facebook page at facebook.com slash LakersFan348 eBay. 
Email him at LakersFan348, eBay at gmail.com. Anchor is the next ad. Start a podcast at anchor.fm. It is an easy-to-use podcast creation system that automatically distributes your podcast absolutely everywhere, wherever it can be heard, over all of the networks, including um, a top one, which is Apple Podcasts. It does, unfortunately, however, it does not do iHeartRadio. You have to put that in yourself. But my favorite feature is that it automatically pairs you with sponsors, and you get to record whatever you want for them as long as you follow their script guidance. So to simply get started, you go to anchor.fm. Once again, that is anchor.fm. If you are on YouTube, it will be over here or over there. That's anchor.fm. It will be in the comments, in the show notes, everywhere. As college courses have drifted um, more classes to the internet, some schools are seeing a rise in enrollments. The campus at Ozarks Technical Com- Community College is empty and will stay that way throughout the summer. But the school itself it is seeing record enrollment in its summer online courses. Over at Judy, a brand new program or offer online and night school courses to help accommodate more students. As of this morning, summer enrollment was 17% up from last year, which is phenomenally large percentage increase, said OTC Chancellor Hal Higdon. Hidden said the spike in enrollment has made up for financial losses the college would have felt from statewide budget cuts. That amount of money almost transla- translates dollar for dollar for the amount we're getting extras for summer, he said. He said the majority of OTC's classes were already online, making the switch to technology-driven classes fairly easily. The big thing we've heard is I was afraid of online. I was forced to do it, and now I like it, he said. One student, Eden Schwedzler, was finished her semester on of courses at the college. She said that she had experience of what it was like to take online courses, and she was excited to enroll in more. Summer courses, I, ju- I just jumped all over that, she said. I was like, I love this. I love being able like review everything twice and really get the grades I, I really wanted. So when they said that, I was like, oh, my word was going to take two. Ashley Badwin, another OTC summer student, plans to return back in Oblant University in the fall. Baldwin said she's taken a few courses online while she is at home for the summer. I think the online courses for the option for the classes that I'm taking is really the reason that I did it, she said. Baldwin says she liked the school, had added new course options online, and how easy the credits transfer. Um, OTC did offer a large number of grants to students who were forced into online courses due to COVID-19. Over at Derry, the university is also expanding its virtual classrooms launching the new Dury Go program. Its name, Dury Go, stands for Global Online.
Our hope with Dirty Go is it makes it easier and less intimidating for students to start their journey and finish their journey with us, said Kimba Browning, the, ex the executive president, vice president of enrollment management for Dirty Go. The program is a flexible way for students to earn their degree through online courses and night school, focusing on pathways that, rather than specific majors. It gives them the opportunity to earn what they need, get what they want, and get what they need, sorry, and then come back and continue to stack those on until they achieve their ultimate goal, whether it's a bachelor's degree or a master's degree or as far as they want to go, Brown said. The program offers more than 40 degrees using the four pathways, education, public service, safety, health and behavior science and business, leadership, and communication. The new program will be will begin in the fall of 2020 semester. Students can enroll in the program at any of their satellite campus around the Ozarks. Dury is also offering $500 scholarships for students who sign up for nine credit hours or more their first semester. The scholarship is available now, transfer, and redeemed students. On behalf of everybody at News right, right Now, thank you for watching this episode of News Now at Home. And um, just before we leave, um, once again, let's just show, us, show you guys very quickly what Ocean Hero has been doing. They are literally the best. Here you guys are. Kittens. Cats. Cats hugging kittens. How to do the perfect cat eye. On both eyes. Keep going, Megan. Don't stop now. Even though your flatmate Audrey thinks you're a slob. Megan, gross! The dishes again? But that's because Audrey doesn't understand that what you're doing is important. Are wasabi beans carbs or vegetables? Do tortoises live inside their shells or are they their shells? I didn't know that either. There's no search too dumb when you're saving the world. Just today, you, Megan, helped stop a truck's worth of plastic from being dumped in oceans. And if you stop now, by 2050, there'll be more plastic than fish in there. So for the love of the ocean, keep searching. You're a hero, Megan. The planet salutes you. Clean up the ocean just by lifting a finger. Switch your searching into OceanHero.today. So... I think that was a bit over-exaggerated, but still, it gave you guys the basic idea. So, yep. yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed that. So, we will be back next week. I sure did. Yeah. Um, we, I hope you guys, you guys enjoyed that. We will be back next week. If you guys want to sponsor us, go ahead and email us at newsdoubtnow.podcast at gmail.com. Com. See us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash news now podcast. Bye, y'all. Thank you Bye. very much for watching, wherever you're watching. Oh, and if you guys are on YouTube, please go ahead and hit that and click the subscribe, subscribe button. button. You don't know how much that means to us, right, Daphne? Yep. Yeah. And also, don't forget to use Ocean Hero. Yeah, don't forget to use Ocean Hero. If you guys want to go onto our YouTube, there will be a link in the description. 
to our YouTube channel, please go on over and subscribe. You don't know how much it means to us. These videos, the YouTube just helps us with so much about these videos. Right, Daphne? Yep. All so, right. So go ahead, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to. If it's in the podcast apps or if it's on YouTube or on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, hit the follow button. But thank you very much. See you sometime soon. Bye. This podcast was made with Anchor.fm.